This program is brought to you by Bibleway Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. In my mind, and in what I read, in my mind, the hours that surrounded my Savior's death, they were relatively quiet ones, up to his death when darkness fell, that is. If we pull all the accounts together, verses 33 through 36 of Matthew chapter 27, Mark chapter 15, verses 22 through 32, Luke chapter 23, verses 35 through 45, John chapter 19, verses 23 through 30, these are the accounts that show us the scene. There's talking. The two thieves are arguing and mocking Jesus. They're passerbyers who are talking to one another about Jesus and him being on the cross. It is not the son of God. There are crowds of people there for the spectacle discussing him. All of them are waiting. All of them. There was his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, John, and Mary Magdalene. But none of his other disciples are recorded as being there at the foot of the cross. People were watching and people were waiting, waiting for him to die, waiting for it to be over. And when it was, everyone went away, except for two men, two courageous, unlikely men, two men who shared a secret. If we pull all of the accounts together recorded in Matthew chapter 27, Mark chapter 15, Luke chapter 23, and John chapter 19, those hours after our Savior's death, that's when this story starts to unfold. And it unfolds this way. Joseph of Arimathea, he was a rich man who was also a prominent member of the Council of the Sanhedrin. But he had not consented to their plan. He was a good and righteous man, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God. And he was also a secret disciple of Christ for fear of the Jews. So he gathered up all of his courage and he went boldly to Pilate and asked that he may take away the body of Jesus. And after Pilate confirmed that Jesus was dead, he granted him permission. And so Joseph brought clean linen to the cross where Jesus hung. And Nicodemus, who had come to Jesus by night, went with him and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds. And they took down the body of our Lord and they wrapped the body in the linen with the spices and placed him in a new tomb cut in the rock and they rolled a stone against the entrance and they went away. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary, her sister, and Mary Magdalene watch them sitting opposite the grave. Did you know that there were about 71, 70, 71 members of the Sanhedrin? Do you recall who they were, these Sanhedrin? Now, they were some of the most devout Jews. You may remember that. They were wealthy and very powerful. They were the most powerful men of Jerusalem and the surrounding regions of the Jews. Now, that name, the Sanhedrin, or they were called the Council, that may have already triggered another important event in your mind. You might have already traveled forward in time to Acts chapter 6 when Stephen, 
was dragged before the council or the Sanhedrin to account for his teaching of Jesus. And after his sermon in Acts chapter 7, verse 57, this council of men gnashed their teeth. These powerful men, they rushed at Stephen and they stoned him to death because that's who they were. And maybe that's one of the reasons Joseph was a secret disciple. And perhaps that's why Nicodemus called Jesus by night. But both of these men, Joseph and Nicodemus, they also knew the law. Deuteronomy chapter 21 verses 22 through 23 says that a dead body was not to hang all night on a tree, but it was to be buried on the same day. So knowing that, Joseph and Nicodemus knowing that, the question is, well, what is a follower of God to do? Each disciple has their moment of answering that question. When Peter was faced with that question at the fire, he denied Christ in public. The others, well, they left Jesus in the garden. And John, at that moment, he watched. And I think of us, each of us have that kind of a moment when we have to make that decision, just like Joseph. It's a decision that we often have to make alone. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. And she walked into the throne room, Esther chapter 4. When Abraham was faced with that question, he walked up that mountain with Isaac and some wood and a knife. Genesis chapter 20. And David, well, he ran toward Goliath. For Samuel chapter 17. And Rahab hid the spies. Joshua chapter 2. And David David refused to bow to the idol, Daniel chapter 6. And this man, Joseph, the secret disciple, that his secret wasn't so secret any longer, well, when he faced that question, he gathered up his courage and he boldly approached Pilate and he asked for the body of our Lord. And he carried our Lord's broken and bloody body to the tomb. And he wrapped it carefully while our Lord's mother watched him. Now each of us have this kind of moment, a time when we, we stand at a, a threshold, if you will, when there's great risk, maybe to our lives, maybe. Certainty that we will lose our family, our friends, our jobs. Each of us will. Maybe not today have that question that we have to ask, Maybe it will come if it hasn't already. It will come if we are like Joseph and Nicodemus. If we are genuinely looking for the kingdom of God, that question will come. And that threshold when we will have to make a choice when secrets, they are no longer an option. And the only option that's left is if we will gather up our courage and our boldness or if we will not, and we will just watch. And it is for this, this threshold, and for this moment, it is for this that I bow my knees today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.